Hey guys, wanted to update, wanted to talk to you about what my, what my mob have been saying to me. Over the last few days, they've been constantly in my head talking to me. Uh, I, I want to tell you how they speak to me because my guides never give me a lot of information because they want me as a human to uh, not only have access to them, have access to my intuitive knowing, but also to have, um, to use my intellect, my abilities to research, to think, to feel. You know, they want me to live, live this information. A lot of channelers just quieten their mind and receive, you know, receive streams and streams of information, which I can do too. But the way they communicate with me is when I ask them questions, like what's going on? They say everything will be all right. <laughs> they don't get too specific. They really don't. But as I put puzzle pieces together and then I ask them, is this true? Is this right? They'll say yes or no. They'll give me that information as I find it, uh, which is kind of really fascinating the way they do that. They kind of make me work for it. But anyway. Uh, they wanted to remind you that, as famously Wayne Dyer said, the beautiful Wayne Dyer, at some point we have to decide whether we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. So we, as humans living here on earth, going through this intense time that we're going through with humanity, when we have that fundamental core principle I live in a friendly universe. This universe is friendly and everything that is happening is happening for my benefit, for me. Look, I discuss this principle a lot when I put people on the shows that talk about near-death experiences and connecting to spirit through kundalini awakenings or near-death experiences or channeling or however you connect to where we come from before we're here being human. And we come from these realms of unimaginable bliss and beauty and uh, friendliness, <laughs> kindness and love. We come from a realm of pure positive energy. And so as we're here being humans on earth, we're experiencing the contrast to that. But in all that we're experiencing, we're experiencing it for our benefit. So when we decide that we live in a friendly universe and not a hostile universe, we can look at it, what is happening, and even though uh, we uncover deceit and lies and shocking truths about what goes on on this planet, like shocking truths, we can still know that we live in a friendly universe and that it's happening for us, for our greater benefit. The contrast is happening because we signed up for it. And uh, look, to tell you the truth, when you start to awaken mentally and emotionally and spiritually, you do uncover some shocking truths that a deception, like you do see the way that we have been lied to about so many things, so many things. But in saying that, it's not up to us to get angry about it because we elected to be here. It's, it's to see that it's happening for us, that we live in a friendly universe. So I went on media because as I was studying energy healing, 
the woman that was teaching me one of the courses I went to had been married to a hypnotist. So that was her puzzle piece. And she was understanding her own psychic ability and her own ability to talk to God or her guides and heal herself. She had cancer and she healed herself of cancer. She had this puzzle piece where she was married to this hypnotist and he explained how hypnotism works and how we, you know, we get into different states, um, brave, way, brave Wayne states. And when I realized that media puts us in this hypnotic state, this very suggestible state, it brings us into a theta brainwave. And when we're in a theta brainwave, children predominantly live inside this theta brainwave. It's a very connected place. Uh, animals too where you're kind of more connected to the grander part of you, uh, you bypass the logical discerning mind and information that comes in during this time goes straight into your subconscious, becomes a part of your programming, and that's how we get programmed. You know, they talk about television. We watch programs. We get programmed. And so when I realized this truth, which was a shocking truth to me, and how we're all in front of our television sets being programmed, I thought, right, what can I do about it? I'll put out some, you know, some stuff on air, on radio, and now on YouTube and all sorts of places, talking about other things, uh, talking about more positive things. That's why I called the show Accentuate the Positive. So if I've looked around at the different puzzle pieces, what I understand is happening, and I'm only, I'm going to ask you to listen to this from a place of not believing what I say, but just contemplating it, like what if, what if. <laughs> he always comes when I'm on the computer. When I'm talking to a client or doing a show, he always wants to jump on me when I do this stuff. Uh, what, what if this was true and how can we work with it? So in my community in Sydney and all over the conscious community in Australia where I travel, they're all up in arms about the 5G network, you know, 5G, 5G, 5G. It's going to kill us. It's going to fry our brains. We've got to stop it. We've got to burn the tails. They're all kind of very angry about it. And as you know, I don't kind of get involved in the anger. I don't go out protesting. I just don't. I stay loving. I stay centered. I stay in the uh, perfection rather than the uproar and the upset and the push against and so I don't really indulge in a lot of that conversation, but I can't escape it, I'm afraid. It's everywhere. Let's push against, let's sign this petition, we don't want 5G. So it's in my face and I'm like, okay, what is it about this 5G that's going on? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said to my guides, so, you know, is this 5G going to harm us? You know, tell, tell me about this 5G. And they said, it's fine. Your bodies will adapt. Your bodies will adapt. Again, not a lot of information, but nothing to be worried about. So when people say to me, what do you think about the 5G? I've said, well, my guide said nothing to be worried about. Our bodies will adapt. And then they've said to me, think about how we lived 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. We didn't live inside any electromagnetic radiation that we live in today. And they gave me this idea of imagine bringing someone from the past, like from 200 years ago, into today's environment, how their body would cope with the electromagnetic radiation in our cities. I know when I turn on my computer or my phone, there's like 25 to 30 internet Wi-Fi streams that are kind of surging through my space as I sit here. One of them is mine. Actually, two of them. There's two streams coming out of my Wi-Fi thing. And, um, and then all the neighbors block of flats there, block of flats behind me, block of flats in front of me, block of flats, you know, like I'm just bombarded with radiation at the moment. And um, for the most part, I'm pretty healthy. So that's what's one of the puzzle pieces that's come up. And then we look at this flu thing that's going around. 
um, what I have, what I understand, and what I've been watching on the internet, is that we don't catch viruses. Viruses, uh, viruses are not contagious. They exist within our cells, and when our cells are overloaded, uh, our our cells sort of expel what is going on in them. They sort of detoxify, and as they detoxify, they expel what we have identified, what science has identified as viruses. And these viruses kind of go in your system and wreak havoc with your system and you get all these flu-type symptoms. So when we look at flu symptoms, when we look at any symptom really of any illness, it is the body's uh, response to an imbalance in the system and trying to maintain a homeostasis, trying to get back into balance where all our... Uh, cells and molecules are communicating to run a healthy system. And as we look at this, the flu symptoms, it is a way of expelling an overload of toxins in our system. So as I've said, we're overloaded with toxins in this city environment, in this uh, secular environment that we live in. We're overloaded with our, the pollution in our air from cars, from the pesticides in our foods, from, oh gosh, so many ways, from the Wi-Fi's, you know, networks, um, we're overloaded with toxins. And so our bodies, for the most part, do their best to cope with the ingestion of co toxin. Alcohol, alcohol, look, I, I love a drink, don't get me wrong, but alcohol is one of the most toxic substances. <laughs> it is just one of the most potent toxic substances. And for the most part, we drink it like it's going out of fashion, most many people. The more stressed we are, the more we drink. Anyway, so our poor old bodies are overloaded. And the most toxic substance that we have are our emotions. So our emotions or our thoughts or beliefs pinch off our connection to energy, our connection to source energy, cat's tail here, and then as we pinch off this energy, it doesn't allow our bodies to function as well. And so as we ingest toxins through our food, through the air, through what we drink, through the Wi-Fi networks, through all this stuff, radiation, our bodies struggle to cope. And when we get a flu or a cold, it is our system trying to empty the body of these toxins. The biggest uh, eliminatory organ in our body is our skin. And so when we sweat or get rashes, that's this humongous organ detoxifying the body. And look at a flu symptom. You get very hot and sweaty. And the next biggest organ of detoxification are the lungs. So we detox first through our skin and then we detox through our lungs, breathing. And then the next, I think, is our kidneys, you know, urine. And um, the, what looks like the biggest detoxing organ, our bowels, is actually the mo not the most efficient detoxing organ our, our skin is, actually, which is interesting, something I learned as a naturopathic student years ago. And look, as I say, I could be wrong. Just take this information, listen to your guidance. So when we get these flu symptoms, all those things are activated. We're coughing up mucus, our lungs are sort of detoxifying, we're sweating, our skin is, our nose is running, our eyes are running and sometimes we vomit and sometimes we have diarrhea. So it's the body doing its darndest to detoxify. You've got to bless it for that. You've got to bless it for that. I, um, as I was awakening as a younger girl and detoxifying my emotional toxic 
residual. I grew up in a very dysfunctional family and I took on a lot of toxic waste from my parents. My mum died of a, a broken heart, really resentment. Dad leaves her for a younger model. She spends five years hating him and she's out of here. She's got cancer, she's dead. Took her five years to hate herself to death. And I grew up marinating in her hatred and resentment and our parents trying to kill each other and using us as ammunition. So I had a lot of toxic waste in my body in the form of emotion. And I, when I was having relationships with the lovely men, I was repeating the same old mistakes that my parents was and there was lots of fighting and lots of dysfunction. And then I'm on this spiritual path trying to to overcome, to ascend, to get more connected to my guides. And of course, there had to be some detoxification happening in our, my body, not only emotionally, but physically. Because as we store resentment, so the body stores toxins as well. And I went through what we call ascension symptoms, some of the worst flus, one particularly in my 30s and one in my 40s, where I just begged people to kill me. I felt so bad. I remember, and all the time my guides are saying, all part of this ascension, DNA changing, body expelling, you know, stored toxin, and it's coming out as this flu symptom. It was bad. I remember ringing up when I was in my 30s. Uh, I was in bed. I was living alone, single mum. Ringing up my dad, who I was kind of, not estranged, but he wasn't really in my life, but... I'm not someone to really reach out and ask for help. And I just thought, well, he's my dad. He's supposed to look after me. I'll ring him. Please take me to hospital. He took me to hospital. They made me sit up and wait for hours and hours and hours because we went through emergency. And I couldn't sit up. I was that sick. So I'm lying on this filthy hospital floor. They did a whole lot of tests. At one point, I just said, please take me home. I can't, I can't be here anymore. They rang me the next day and they said, you've got pneumonia. I'm like, oh, thanks very much. Like I swore I'd never go back to a hospital again after that experience. I was spending a day in a hospital where the, just anyway. <clears throat> so the next time I got really, really sick with these flu symptoms, I just had to ride it out. I asked my husband at the time to um, go and get me some painkillers. The painkillers were not really working. I was chewing on these painkillers like lollies. Um, I went and asked him for some anti, I was vomiting so much some, some, to stop the vomiting, to stop that vomiting reflex. He had no idea what, he went to the chemist, he's you know, like, the chemist is going, oh, I don't know, I don't know, you can't do it without a prescription. He came home from the chemist, I'm like, did you get me the drugs? I'm sitting in the shower, I'm in the, the shower, is in the bath, I'm rocking back and forth with the water, because water always makes me feel better. And he comes into the bathroom and he says, how are you? And I said, just shoot me, please just shoot me, I just felt that bad, please just shoot me. So I'm talking to my mob, they're just saying, be still, be over soon, be still. I, every time I went to sleep, I'd wake up and I'd be still as sick as anything. I'd just go back to sleep. I'd wake up still sick. And I'd just, I was just praying. I was just praying and praying and praying. What more could I do? And I don't know, after a, a few days or a few weeks, can't remember, I woke up and I was completely well. Everything had gone. It was like such a relief. God, you appreciate your health when you've been that sick. But again, they told me it was all part of this ascension sim symptoms, just my body detoxifying as I was doing the work to release my negative belief systems and emotions. And so my body was following suit. And I thought, hmm, tough. Maybe if I had better diet, lived in, you know, maybe if I wasn't so toxic, it wouldn't have been so bad. So that's a, 
you know, reason why we can have organic food and, you know, don't drink and don't smoke. And so that when we do go these through these ascension symptoms, they, they're not as severe as I was experiencing at the time. And do fasts, definitely do some fasts. So this is the puzzle pieces I'm putting to, into place as I'm, as I'm being guided, as I'm watching information, as people were sending me all this information. You know, what if, what if these flu symptoms are not a coronavirus? Well, it's a coronavirus, obviously, it's a, it's a virus in our system, but it's not some pandemic that we catch, but it's our bodies en masse, like globally, detoxifying. Fear is arising and we're having this massive ascension and people's bodies are going detoxifying. And why is this happening? So here's one of the theories that have been kind of going around the internet. Where the outbreaks are happening are where the 5G has been uh, implemented, involved, put in. Uh, apparently the place in China was, there was all the 5G. So rather than looking at 5G as a negative thing, uh, like I don't look at microwaves as negative. A lot of people say, oh, no, microwaves, you know, bad, don't have a microwave. And I'm thinking what a microwave does is it, um, it makes the molecules shake and it creates friction and it creates heat and it, that's the way it heats up something rather than using a fire or, you know, heat from a stove. What if this 5G is doing the same to us? What if it's making our molecules shake? And as they shake, they're sort of spewing out these toxins or these viruses that live within our cells because that's where viruses live, within our cells. We are more microbiome <clears throat> than anything else. We think we're flesh and blood. We're this uh, community of trillions upon trillions of microbiome, which is bacteria and, and, um, and viruses. Like we are more that than anything else, more than we are even water. We are this incredible community of microbiome. When I say we, our bodies. And what if this 5G is shaking the molecules and creating these ascension symptoms or flu-like symptoms to detoxify our bodies and it's all happening for us and not to us. Just something to think about. Like, what if? What if? So this terrible thing called 5G, which is going to fry our brains, according to people, and this pandemic flu, which is going to kill us, maybe it's all happening for us so that we can detoxify en masse. Just a thought, something to think about. Do we live in a friendly universe or a hostile universe? What if it's all happening for our benefit? Look, it ain't pretty having the flu, I know. <laughs> it ain't pretty, but uh, as I say, I think the less toxic you are, the less um, as you go through this accelerated detoxing process, the less violent it'll be. I must have been pretty toxic. I was still fighting very much with my husband at the last time I had that really bad flu, so I was still holding on to a lot of resentment, probably drinking too much, probably didn't have a great diet. Well, we were vegetarians. We weren't necessarily vegan. We did eat a lot of dairy and cheese and processed foods. Yeah, so there's something to be said for going through detoxing, like eating cleanly or doing fasts. Because as you go through your ascension symptoms or as you upgrade your DNA, as you get more connected to your psychic ability and, and connected to your guides, your body and, and detox your negative emotions, feel more loving. It's going to be gentler on your body the less toxins you have in your body physically. Uh, 
So there could be some perfection to what is happening in our world. I had a conversation with a friend this morning, kind of trying to explain this to him as he's asking me a million questions. We had a meeting last night with a, a lot of light workers about creating something in the future. And he said, but why are there all these people in the hospitals that are sick and dying? And I said, well, think about it. Normally, when there's not a pandemic, people that get flu symptoms don't normally go to the hospital. But at the moment, you get a flu symptom, you're off to the hospital because you've got the coronavirus and you're going to die, according to the media propaganda, you know. So it's not surprising that our hospitals, if they are, are absolutely swamped with people that are sick because normally people who get flus don't go to hospital. Uh, so there are a lot of people who have had the coronavirus that said the symptoms are mild and, uh, you know, haven't been that sick and some milder than others. And, and there are going to be deaths. I just find it really amusing that we're telling up these deaths. Uh, there are a lot of people that come and leave the planet daily, born and die. And uh, they die for various reasons, either old age, what's this, I've gone looking at a thing, suicides, traffic facilities, AIDS, alcohol, smoking, cancer, hunger, uh, hunger. It's one of the people, two million, two and a half million die a year of, um, or maybe a month, in a month of hunger. And it's crazy. The statistics are crazy. But as they're telling the statistics of people supposedly dying of coronavirus, it looks like we're in a pandemic it's an interesting old world we're living in and um, I'm not asking you to believe anything I say, just think about it. I'm just putting all the puzzle pieces together as I look back on my life and I look at how uh, I, what I went through when I had this you know, uh, change in my consciousness and what my, my physical body went through. It wasn't pretty but I went through it. Um, what if we're all going through that en masse? I was told by my guides that there would be a mass awakening this year, a bit like 2012. And um, maybe our systems need to detoxify because if we are going to be irradiated by this 5G network, because it's rolling out, I don't know if we're going to stop it, maybe our systems need to shift in order to cope with the mass electrification of this world. It's already massly electrified. There is radiation coming out of every um, uh, outlet plug in your house. Think about that. Every light, your watch, the fridge, anything that is electrified is emitting radiation. My guide said that our bodies need to adapt. So maybe this is a way of our bodies adapting. Maybe these flu symptoms, this mass expelling of detoxins in our body is a way we are adapting to the increase in radiation in our world yeah something to think about so i hope if you do get the symptoms they weren't as harsh on you as they were on me <laughs> and you don't ask somebody to shoot you uh, and maybe try and love the body for doing its work i think that any symptoms that we get whether it's a cancer symptom or a flu symptom we can say to our body, thank you. It is your way of dealing with the onslaught of the either toxic emotion or toxic other toxins. And like, thank you. These symptoms, you can thank the symptoms for doing 
what they're supposed to do by trying to restore balance and homeostasis, trying to restore that balance. And I think that that's what we do on an um, emotional, mental level all day. I have thoughts, I go out to the supermarket, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, even though I understand germs are not really harmful in that our bodies can cope with it. But like, you go out into the streets and everyone's got masks on and everyone's desanitizing and it sort of plays on my psyche and I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to balance these thoughts all the time. I get a cough, I'm like, ooh, ooh. okay, you know, balance, come back to peace, stress, peace, stress, peace. So there's this constant balancing. We're balancing the chemicals, overloads in our body, we're balancing our thoughts. We're always in this place of trying to return to a balance, a homeostasis, let's call, homeostatic position, where we're in a position where we can feel peaceful and love and joyful and uh, at peace with what's happening in our world. At peace. What if we lived in a friendly universe and it was all happening for our benefit? Something to think about. Love you all. Bye for now.